Hey there, and welcome to Lively Conversations brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks between parents and teens. We'd ask you to subscribe and share. And we are your hosts. It's just the Williams women this week. I'm Lexi. And I'm Dana. Okay, so last summer, we visited Silver Dollar City. And do you remember one of the things that we did while we were there was we went to Marvel Cave. We also went to the Time Traveler. We did. That was so much fun. <laughs> we rode the we went on it like four times. Totally. Totally. But today, like I want to talk, focus in on the cave experience. So you remember like it's a really big cave. And the first thing that you do when you get into it is you go down like a lot of stairs, a ton of stairs. 300 feet down into the cathedral room and it's huge like i think they cathedral yeah they put hot air balloons and stuff in there sometimes they fit like how many 18 was that what they said i can't remember yeah it was a ton and it was gorgeous right Mm -hmm. um and there's one light coming from outside right this like one hole you could see the hole where the sunshine was coming through yeah it was amazing and then by the time we descended all the way to the bottom of the cave we had traveled 500 feet about 500 feet below the surface of the earth. And um, on the way, we went through some narrow passages. We stopped and we looked at really cool stuff like stalactites and stalagmites. And at the very bottom, there was a waterfall and really cool stuff. I remember one place we stopped and they shut the lights off and it was completely dark. Um, but They had to make sure nobody was like super scared of the dark. Yeah, that's right. He did stop and ask us, right? Then we got all the way to the bottom and then we had to start our ascent back up to the top. And what goes down must come up. So we came up, uh, I think about halfway because then you get onto this weird little train that goes straight up the side of the hill, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Any impressions about that? Did you get tired on the way? Yeah. The train was literally slanted. It was like a yes. a parallelogram. Yeah, they had but, to build it weird, right? Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. So that was really weird. <laughs> um, so we will link to a map of that cave and like the trip all the way down. It's a really old map that they, I think somebody painted it a long time ago, but I'll link to that in the show notes. But here's the thing. That trip was a journey, right? And before we go, before we went into there, they started it. What warnings did they give us? Do you remember? They took it into the waiting area. You had to crawl under the, um, there was like a doorway, if you may. If you couldn't crawl through that, then you wouldn't be able to get through the shortest part of the cave. Yeah, they had a cutout that you had to yeah. fit through. So if you um, couldn't do that, you wouldn't get stuck down there, yeah. right? What yeah. else? They told you that there was going to be no water and that it was going to be very dark. Yes. And muddy. A and little wild. muddy. And yes. Just the waterfall. And a long trip, right? Yeah. So we had a guide with us and he did a great job. He was job. funny. Yeah. He was part of my vlog. <laughs> we should post that vlog. That was a... No, let's not do that. That's okay. embarrassing. That's up to you. <laughs> so anyways... It was a long trip, so we got tired along the way. And sometimes it was dark, and sometimes it was breathtakingly beautiful. And we never were alone down there, right? Mm -hmm. So I think in a lot of ways, that kind of reminds me of our faith journey. So sometimes it's dark, and sometimes it's breathtakingly beautiful, and we're never alone. And we have a guide, right? So today I want to kind of talk more about faith. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Okay. What is something you do regularly that feeds your faith? 
I go to church every Sunday and every Wednesday. Okay. And what, what is it about church that helps feed your faith? We read the Bible and we sing songs. Yeah. What's your favorite part about that? Um, I like singing because that's like a deep passion of mine. Yeah. So. I love to hear you sing. And then on Wednesdays, it's a little bit different on Wednesdays. What do you guys do on Wednesdays? Um, we sing a few songs and then we have like a 30-minute lesson and then we go into our groups for like 45 minutes. And then... And what do you do in groups? We do a few questions and then we just chat the rest of the time. So you talk about life? Yeah. Yeah. Is there something else you can tell us about what happens in group? Do you guys pray for each other? Mm-hmm. At the very end. Okay. So everybody's sharing kind of what's going on in life and what they're thinking about and what they're learning from God and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and all of that conversation helps feed your faith. I love it. So sometimes our faith feels like a journey and sometimes it's really solid and sometimes we're tired, right? Does that feel true of your faith? Yeah. That sometimes it feels like, I got this, you know, uh, God and I are good. And then other times you're like, I'm just not so sure. I remember being down in that cave thinking, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) Did you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's that way with God. And if I'm honest, like my faith is like that sometimes. Is yours? Yeah. Um, What does that feel like? Hard. Yeah. Kind of lonely. Oh, yeah. I agree. And I feel the same sometimes. It is okay to have doubts. Can you tell me about a time when you felt close to God? At camp. Okay, tell me about that. What happened? Um, so we had this activity where they put a bunch of mud on a, like a, a lot of tarps. And then they separated us into middle school and high school sections. And so like they called out a bunch of things that may have been hard or that we may have gone through or things we've done. Like, have we lied to our parents? Have we stolen something? I don't know. Yeah. Stuff like that. All kinds of questions. And um, they were like, basically, like Simon says, like, but without saying Simon says. Right. (laughs) They would say, rub, 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 sorry. Rub some mud on yourself if you've done this, or rub some mud on yourself if you've done that. And at the end, everybody was just, like, covered in mud. It was like only the people who didn't want to participate weren't covered in mud. Right, because everybody had done things that they said. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me included, I was on the high school tarp, and every single thing that they said, I think I had to roll in the mud or put my hair in the mud. (laughs) Um, but what did that symbolize? It symbolized like sin. Uh And then at the end of that activity, we walked down to the, what was it called? It's a pavilion, the worship area. Yeah. Um, and we sang a bunch of songs about like sinning and then getting clean from God. Like forgiveness and everything. yeah. Yeah. And then we sat down there weren't any chairs that time no they didn't want to have to clean the chairs so we sat down on the concrete and a lot of people were just like sitting really close to their friends like hugging them I know I was yeah 
and I realized a lot of the other groups were too. And then once we were done with um, worshiping and once they talked to us about what that meant and they asked a few people how they felt about that. And then we went down to the river that they have there and we washed all the mud off. Mm-hmm. So that part was like God cleansing us of our sins. Right. And I remember that night too. And it was really impactful for me to be standing there with mud dripping from my fingertips mm-hmm. and singing praise songs to God and knowing that he accepted me just like I was. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes we have experiences like that that make us feel close to God. And sometimes we feel far away from God. And, um, and it's almost like when we... I don't know. For me, like if I stop talking to a friend, it feels like there's a distance in between us. And I think sometimes it's like that in our faith. And so uh, it can be hard to feel close to God when we're, you know, not pursuing him or not hanging out with him or whatever. And the other thing is sometimes we are waiting on God to show up and to show himself mighty and faithful, right? Like the time that you wanted to have a lemonade stand and raise $20, you were a little girl. And God showed up, and the first time he raised like eight hundred dollars to help. It was more than that. The first time it was about eight hundred. Yeah. And we raised you raised eight hundred dollars to help women in Uganda have mama kits, right? Mm -hmm. And what's a mama kit? It's a a kit that has sterilized tools to help um, women have a safe baby. Yeah. Like at the doctor, there you have to bring your own tools. Right. And if you didn't, they just let you bleed in the hallway. Yeah, it's not which okay. Is not good. Yeah, but you wanted to get one of those mama kits, yeah. and you were able to buy what forty of them or something. Yeah. That's amazing. And then the second time, I raised like twelve hundred, right? Yeah. So a so hundred mamas had clean supplies for having a baby. Yeah. In Uganda. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And God really Some showed up. Some of them could have been twins. <gasps> I <laughs> saved so many babies. It was neat to see how God came yeah. through. Yeah. So I remember being close to your age and kind of wondering, I was maybe a year or two older than you. I remember wondering, who came up with all this stuff they teach me in Sunday school class? Like, did a bunch of guys sit around a room and write it down? <laughs> did you know I thought that? I thought that too. Yeah. And... And so I decided I was going to discover it for myself. And so I got a Bible that I could understand, and I read the whole New Testament. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's in there. It wasn't just a bunch of guys making it up. It's actually in there. And I remember that was really a big deal for my faith. So, But you're a little younger than I was when that happened. So it's okay to have questions, and it's okay to ask them, and it's okay to wonder things like that. Because guess what? I think God is big enough to hold our questions. As we get ready to turn over the lively conversation to you and your family, we want you to consider this verse as you talk. Paul wrote a letter to the people in Rome to tell them about all that Jesus had done for them. He wants them to know that they belong and they can be included in God's family, just like we can. The good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Okay, Livelies, with that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss together. What is one question you would like to ask God? Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week at the table. See ya. Bye.
said it. I had to say it. You had to. 